Your employees are going to call for help or ask you questions in the office or in a meeting. That's a given. What's not a given is how you approach those questions. How you handle these questions can be the difference between one day having freedom or building a business that completely owns you. Is your approach working towards giving you freedom or is it giving you job security as the permanent help desk? Running a service business can be hard. It is not unusual for business owners in industries like contracting, home repair, auto repair, business-to-business services like janitorial, IT and accounting, and many others to feel overwhelmed by all the priorities facing them at any given time. Between addressing the needs of the customers, managing the employees, figuring out the financials, and getting processes in place, feeling like you're making significant progress on your business journey can be difficult. Welcome to Service Industry Success, hosted by Brian Harding. Each week, Brian will look at real-world strategies for building the business you are dreaming of, while also sharing tactics to get through some of the most frustrating parts of business ownership with a lot more ease. Let's get started. One of the most common issues with business owners is being the one person who can answer all, or at least many of the questions that uh, employees will have about customers, about processes, about marketing, uh, the sales procedures. Um, this is one of the things that uh, that business owners are prone to is being the only one who can solve these problems. And every week I hear similar remarks and frustrations. It's hard to get things done because I'm constantly being interrupted. I'm the only one who can handle these problems. I'm the bottleneck. Everybody has to, to wait for me to answer questions or I can't focus on what I'm doing because... My phone's ringing all the time. I, I, I can't get anything done because people need my help all the time. And I know for me, these interruptions are hard to recover from. In this world we are living now where you know, like, there's just constant input on everything, you can't look in a direction, you can't listen in a direction without being, you know, some, some information being thrown at you. Every distraction for what I'm working on is a challenge for me. Anyhow, I regularly hear business owners vent about being distracted and having to answer questions all day which keeps them from working on their business. And we've all heard we should be working on our business, not in our business. We all get that. But what do you do when you're getting bogged down with these questions? So when I hear this, one of the questions I'll ask is, what is your goal when these calls come in? And usually they look at me like I'm crazy and say some kind of version of, well, to help them solve the problem. As in like, hey, dummy, what do you think I'm supposed to be doing here? (laughs) So sometimes they'll also ask, well, what? wait a minute, what should my priority be? And at this point, I respond with something like, well, it depends. Do you want more of these calls, these distractions? You're talking about how they're distracting you. Do you want more of this or do you want less of this? Do you want more of being the bottleneck or less of being the bottleneck? And this is about where it feels like the answer, if they were being really honest, would be something like, well, it depends because there's often a lot lot of hesitation here. And we're going to, in this conversation today, we're going to bump into a couple of the core fears that hold business owners from really growing their business. One of those is for some, I'm just going to be honest here, it feels really good to be the person who has all the answers. It feels really good to be the rock star. It feels really good to be the lead singer in the band. It feels really good to be the one person who can solve any problem. Right up until it feels really good to go away for a week or a few days. Then it doesn't feel so good to be the only person who can solve those problems. Uh, you can't go away for a week sometimes because your team is not educated or trained to make good decisions. And so your your vacation gets interrupted. Your four-day weekend away 
gets ruined because you're on the phone all weekend or, you know, maybe not if you're not in 24 seven business or you're not open weekends, but point is we like being the person who has all the answers. We like being the rock star. We like being center stage until we want freedom. And then we don't like those things. So depending on whether I want to be validated as being the most capable person in the company, or if I want to get away and unplug for a while, the answer of, do I want more of these calls or less may change. The other fear we're going to bump up into in this conversation is the fear of trusting our employees. Yeah, we don't want to be bothered sometimes, but we really don't want to trust our team to make decisions yet either. And here's where I say, oftentimes, if you've listened to me for any length of time, you've heard me say this, you got to pick a horse here. Until the end of the race, um, you cannot have both freedom and control. In the middle of the race, you got to pick one. You either are aiming for freedom or you're aiming for control. Eventually, one day when you have a number of employees and you have a leadership team in place that can make all the decisions or almost all the decisions and your phone doesn't ring anymore and your business is still growing and thriving, then you can have both, but not until then. Between starting a company and the point where you have a leadership team in place running everything, making all the critical decisions and your phone doesn't ring anymore, between, between those two periods of time, you have to pick a horse. You either are aiming for freedom or you're aiming for control. And this is one of the most difficult things for business owners to face. This is why most businesses uh, uh, fail in what I call stage three, which is where you transition from being an employee in your own company to being a business owner in your own company. Um, We're we're just not a patient species, so this this is not easy for us. It's really hard for us to to pick pick a horse in this case, you know, my my example. Uh, We want both. We want to have control and we want to have freedom. Um, Unfortunately, that's just not how it works. So back to our business owner deciding if they want fewer or more of these calls. I'm going to speak to those who would rather have fewer fewer of those calls. Um, because for me, long-term, I wanted freedom. I, and, I, and to get that, I would have to, I, or did have to, overcome my desire to be validated. Overcome my desire to pursue this feeling, which again, feels really good of being the one person who can answer all the questions. Um, there's no There's no getting around the fact that that's, that's flattering and that that makes us feel important and makes us feel valuable. And we we like feeling that as people. And in order to trust my team, I got I need to educate and train them to make good decisions. So for me, I wanted freedom more than I wanted control. I wanted um, if, you know, to have my be able to go away for a while, a few days. You know, ultimately I was only working three days a week. That wasn't more important to me than having being the person who can answer all these questions. So in order to give myself that freedom and keep my phone from ringing. I had to have a strategy, a long-term strategy for, you know, how to, how to minimize those calls. And so my, for me, wanting the freedom and, and knowing that to get that freedom, I had to educate and train my team so I can make good decisions. That was the basis for my strategy. When I got those, I got those questions, whether again, a lot of times they're on the phone, sometimes they're in the office. Hey, by the way, what about this? Or in meetings, you know, Hey, I'm not really sure how we handle that. So I'm going to walk you through my approach for answering questions that I'm presented with, and I'll share my priorities. These do not have to be yours. In fact, I would recommend you develop your own. Uh, if they're similar to mine, that's okay. If they're not, that's okay too. Of course, we're, we, we have to solve the immediate problem at hand. We have to help them answer. We have to answer the question with them or, you know, in some cases for them. But and, I, and I'm happy to do that. I'm happy that this employee is asking for help rather than not calling and causing a major problem that I'm going to have to deal with later on anyway. I'm really happy they're calling to ask this question, and I want to answer that question. And 
I'm going to do some other things to to work with my strategy uh, and plan so that that I can I can be working towards my long term goal, which again for me is freedom. So I think we should have a strategy and a plan when these things inevitably come up uh, that work in conjunction with our long long term goals. So for me, the first thing I wanted to do. There's kind of three things I want to do on every one of these calls that I would get from an employee asking questions on how do we do this or what should I do in this situation or, hey, this happened. I haven't really experienced this before. What do you think? Again, those might be phone calls. Oftentimes they were. Sometimes they were in a a meeting. Sometimes they were just passing each other in the hallway in the office. Always I had the same same strategy. So the first thing is I got to identify like what's the root problem? What's the, what's the, what is prompting this call in the first place? What core information is the employee missing to make a decision or to know what to do? What is the root concept or bit of information that's just not known? Or do they have this knowledge and they just don't trust themselves to make a decision? You know, there's there's plenty of both, but a lot of times there was a key piece of information missing. So I needed to identify that key piece of information so I could go on to the next stage, their next priority, which was educating and training so I won't have to answer this particular question again. And you know, as a as a business owner or manager, it gets frustrating because sometimes you're on that you're getting this phone call and you're saying to yourself or out loud, "I don't get it. I've I've literally answered this question fifty times. I don't understand why you don't know the answer to this." Um, and for me, it doesn't really matter why they don't know. They just don't know. It could be uh, my training and teaching methods weren't very good. It could be it's been a long time since we've covered this topic in any kind of training or education. It could be they weren't paying attention. Uh, and one of the things that I, I find having worked with managers, developing managers, and worked for other people in my career, obviously, before I started my own business, was when this comes up, inevitably, where the focus goes is on, why don't you know this? You should know this. You We covered this on November 13th. Why don't you know that this was covered? Why don't you know the answer? Why, why, why? In that, in that regard, rather than just acknowledging that they don't get it, and we need to figure out why. Now, sometimes um, the why is they weren't paying attention, but sometimes, and maybe just as often, the why is our particular method of teaching and training is not working. And I'm going to get into that over the next four episodes after this one. We're going to get into the six most common reasons people do not do what we need them to do, and this is part of it. So in this part of identifying what's the training and education I need to, to provide, so they don't, so I don't have to answer this question again. They won't have this particular question again or similar questions. I need to figure out, is this something I can educate and train them on now so I don't need to call again? Or is this something I need to develop a more sophisticated, uh, lengthy training uh, for the whole group so the whole group doesn't have this? Because there's a good chance if they have this question, whoever this employee is, if they have the question, many other people will too. Uh, is this something we've we've... Uh, haven't thought to address before. Maybe this is the first time we're encountering something. We just haven't uh, made a point to to get out in front of this. Is it something we have addressed and it just hasn't? We haven't done it in a while. Is it something we've addressed a lot? In the back of my mind, I'm going. I don't understand why you don't get this. We've covered this, you know, 15 times this year. That understanding why that is, besides just blaming them, is critical. Uh, it's important for me to know when when my training and my education and all that stuff in our training sessions and meetings, stuff like that. I got to know when it's not working. And sometimes it's not. It's not, and it's not always their fault. Sometimes it's, it's my, my strategy, my methods. So uh, at that point, I need to figure out if this is something um, um, 
I need to figure out what kind of education training I can provide that will keep this question from coming up again. Again, I got to figure out if it's something I'm going to do with them one-on-one in the moment or I can teach them something then and they'll walk away with information so they don't, they don't have to make this call again or if it's something I got to wait and, and put some more thought into or, or whatever. And then the third thing I want to do is figure out if this is the kind of question I should be answering or if I want to delegate this question to somebody else. So for example, if I'm still answering questions about how to overcome price objections to customers in the field, uh, if, if you're working on a business where you, you go out to customers' homes, for example, then I'm not focusing on growing the business. And I would have to wonder, at, at a certain stage of my business, it is appropriate for me to be the one to answer those questions. And at a different stage of my business, it's no longer appropriate for me to be answering those questions. A supervisor or a manager or somebody else should be capable and qualified and everybody should know that they're the go-to person for these kinds of questions. So the first thing is, again, I got to figure out <clears throat> what's the root cause of the problem? What's the root piece of information that's missing? Why are they calling me? The second thing is, do I need to do more education training on this now on the phone or you know, wherever this conversation is or wait and do it in a more sophisticated way as a group? And the third thing is, is this the kind of question I should be getting calls on? So I'm going to kind of come around to some more of this in a minute. First, I want to tell you about something I'm pretty excited about. Um, I just did a, a free hiring webinar, and I recorded it. And it's available uh, for you at no charge. If you're like nearly all business owners I work with, you're frustrated you can't hire any talented people right now. Uh, heck, you might even settle for some untalented people if you could find them. This webinar is primarily for business owners in service industries, just like you, who are struggling to find applicants or prospective employees uh, during this webinar, you're gonna, you're, which lasts about an hour, by the way, you'll learn the number one way employers are working against human nature when writing and placing their ads. You'll learn the five questions you must, at, um, you must answer in every ad if you want applicants to respond. And you'll learn the number one obstacle that prohibits, prohibits applicants from acting right away. And here's the thing. There's no sales pitch at the end of this thing. I know a lot of times you don't like going to these uh, free webinars because you're worried about a big sales pitch at the end. There isn't one. The open enrollment period for our group, group coaching has passed. And the next one isn't until June. So you don't have to worry about dodging any kind of sales pitch at the end of the webinar. Just go check it out. I hope it's helpful for you. I want it to be helpful for you. Uh, it's free. And you're going to learn exactly what other business owners have done, where they've gone from having these real struggles of hiring people to, in some cases, turning off their ad in six weeks because they hired twice as many people as they needed. And they, they literally couldn't hire any more, all within, you know, like I said, six weeks or so. Uh, so this is legitimate good information for you if you're looking to hire people. And uh, I promise this will change the way you write your ad. So to watch it anytime, just go to freehiringwebinar.com, freehiringwebinar.com. So the first thing we have to do on these calls we're getting, these questions we're being asked, is decide if we want more of these questions or less. We want our job security as the help desk, or do we want freedom? If we want freedom... We got to develop a strategy on how we're going to handle these questions based upon the long-term outcome we're trying to achieve, which in this case, again, is we, we want less of these calls. Now, if you want more of these calls and you like having that control, then just answer the question and move on with your day. But understand that that comes with the penalty. It comes with the cost. You're going to be, have trouble when you want to leave town. You want to go on vacation for two weeks. You want to go on a cruise where you don't have any internet access at all. That's not going to work. So just understand that there's there's pros and cons to both for sure. Um, but what I would recommend, my, my main point here is when you, you know you're going to get these calls, have a plan for how you're going to handle these things that addresses and, and works in 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 uh, congruence with your long-term outcomes that you want. 
Um, you know, what are the handful of priorities or objectives you will address every time you get a question? So I really encourage people to be deliberate and intentional about this whole process. You're going to get these questions. How can you make, make the most of them? And how can you make sure that you're, you're getting through this process, aiming towards and heading towards the direction you want to go? So for me, again, I wanted freedom. So my strategy in every one of these conversations was how do I get more freedom, which means fewer of these phone calls. Uh, if you just solve the problem immediately, you're going to create a situation where you be, it becomes a role you must fill. If you are the one who solved all these problems, people are just going to take the path of least resistance. And if they can get you to answer all the questions, uh, they will. <laughs> They'll continue asking you all the questions. So um, that's it for, for this uh, week. Again, for me, the strategy was, you know, what is the root cause? What is the training I need to provide or education I need to provide to make sure this doesn't happen again? Does it need to happen one-on-one or does that need to happen as a group? And the third thing is, is this the kind of question I should be answering or should these questions be directed to somebody else? If so, how do I let them know to, to call somebody else? How do I prepare that person to answer the questions? Those kinds of things. So that is it for this week. Uh, again, don't forget to go to freehiringwebinar.com to learn the exact strategies other business owners implemented to find talented people after struggling for so long. Also, if you have friends or colleagues in the in the service industry, like contractors, auto repair shops, CPA firms, IT service providers, home pro- providers, cleaning and janitorial, all those kinds of things where your business is a, more or less selling a pro- service, not a product, please share this podcast with them. If you have time, give us a rating review. That would be awesome. And... Um, That's it for this week, and I will see you all next week.